Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. But before we do that, we are, are going to go around the world, are we, are we Sam, or not? Uh, are we are um, changing, changing I, tact. I am. Uh, no, no, I'm very keen to go around the world, um, Ricardo, but you might just have to give me uh, a few seconds to get my plane ready. Oh, okay. Um, All right, you're fueling up. Fueling. He's on the tarmac. Um, is this one of those ones where you, you've uh, everybody's uh, seated and every yep. and then there's going to be a delay, but you're not allowed to get up, so you have to stay buckled in for half an hour. Just sat on your I, bum on no, the tarmac. I think we're turning on the engine. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, okay, engines good, on. Good, engines good. on. That's what happens when you do um, other shows and people delete things off the bar because they're not happy. Um, oh, a couple of big stories from around the globe. Yeah, Ricardo, that have uh, are clearly not made the SCNZ bulletins, which is. Shocking to me, shocking and surprising. What time does that Pelicans game kick off? Uh, uh, kick off, tee off, t- tip uh, off, tip off, two o'clock. Two o'clock. I always, it's that in cricket, eh? Yeah. You say, oh, the cricket kicks off, no, the cricket gets underway, it, bowls. What does it do? What does net? What does netball do? <laughs> That's a tip Center off, pass. isn't it? Send a pass, pass off. Yeah, but pass. then, like you say, oh, in the game, center passes at nine. You know. It, I just saw Reese Darby on the uh, NBL coverage up there. Um, by the by, gra- a chess grand, a chess grandmaster has taken on Bill Gates. Oh yeah, in a, in a game of chess, Ricardo. What do you reckon, Bill Gates? How long do you reckon he'd last against a chess ma- grandmaster? Smart man, smart guy. Probably plays a bit of chess. Yeah, maybe twelve moves. Twelve seconds. Twelve seconds. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, twelve seconds. Um, I was actually trying to find out um, how many moves it. Uh, it, t- it was up against that uh, Magnus. Magnus Carlson, who of course is the, uh, you know, the big the big cheese of of chess, in the chess world, um, but it doesn't actually say how many moves he made. But uh, twelve seconds. Twelve, all seconds, of 12 it seconds doesn't feel like it would have been many. That's maybe three. No, it's probably a record for Bill Gates. So. Yeah. Um, other other stories, <laughs> other stories around the world. Um, now I don't know if this is relatable to you. It's certainly a story that you see a lot of, and yeah. I don't know if it's ever happened to you, Ricardo. But a mum has been left in horror. After her son of just seven years old mm-hmm. uh, managed to swipe mum's credit card yeah. out of the wallet and uh, jump on eBay to buy himself a very rare collectible toy that costs $6,700. That's a very expensive credit card transaction from the young man. Uh, it is actually, it was someone in Sydney, Australia. Australia. Um, so it was a very close to home. Um, he wanted to get his hands on. Uh, this particular toy, which cost uh, five and a half thousand pounds, which is six thousand seven hundred, that's US. So it's probably wow. what ten grand. Yeah, ten grand out. Yeah, about ten. What was it? What was the toy? It's called Billy Banana. Uh, it was it. part of the Coles Stickies range, which uh, there were only a hundred released in Australia. Um, apparently, the, the mum has said that he was a huge fan of the toys and had previously asked if he could have one, but because of the price, she said absolutely not, no chance. So uh, he just said, "Mum, can I buy you a cricket? I just want to get some Dominoes." She made the mistake of giving it to him. I got one back never, over the month. You never. Tr- who trusts a seven-year-old with a credit card and a computer? To start. Well, with. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. You hear a lot about um, kids doing this through apps, right? They're yeah. playing the games on the apps, and it's linked to mum and dad's credit card. Yeah. And they go and buy, you know, fifty coins, which costs one hundred and fifty dollars, and they do it until they've spent three grand. And that's a bit different because the credit card's loaded in. Yeah. Um, but surely there's 
measures you can put in place to avoid that. I don't know. Well, I tell you, I mean, like, I've got a daughter. She's just turned 10. Mm. Um, and I wouldn't let her buy anything online without me at least supervise. I'd probably just do it for her. Yeah. You know? But, that, but does, she ever play, does she ever play on the, the iPad or the phone or anything yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, she does a little and bit of that. it's connected to the credit card? Or? Uh, no, probably not the games we have. Okay. No, we don't, um, we're not big on games, so. No. Yeah, yeah, okay, just educational. Just educational yeah, just stuff, crosswords yeah. and Sudoku. Well, well, we've got one called, I can't remember, Some Dog it's called. Some Dog. Um, yeah, and it's like a maths app for kids. Oh, okay. And, so, and, that, and that costs uh, like 10 bucks a month or something, and I pay for that on my, and she plays on that, but that, you wow. can't, there's no she way to do that. You couldn't get me to do. You couldn't pay me to do that when I was a kid, eh? Uh, well, like, the thing is that she doesn't have a. She desperately wants a phone, doesn't have one. Yeah. So any opportunity she gets to play a game, oh, on of it, course, you can make it whatever you like. True. It's, if, if she's playing a game, she's happy. That um reminded me of a, a maths game my mum bought me when I was a kid, and it, it was a terrible game. Like I remember walking away nearly crying from it. I was thinking I was eight <laughs> years old because it was like one of those ones where you you, you type in an equation, uh, the answer to an equation quickly, and it means your character you know moves forward on the steps or yeah. you know goes backwards or whatever and you were sort of fighting this evil you know genius or lord or whatever and he would like rip you out if you made a mistake he'd be like my grandma can solve equations better than you can and I'd be like I'm like seven years old man it's a little bit harsh and then he's like you suck and like I don't know. I felt that was quite mean for yeah, a game designed for like, kids. Yeah, but your grandma's 80. She's been doing maths way longer than me. Yeah, I know. It wasn't a really good job from her. But look, no. as a seven-year-old, I was offended. Okay. And, um, you know, in the, in the current age, you'd probably get cancelled for making those sort of comments. <laughs> probably um, would. And finally, my story of the day um, comes from an airline which accidentally sent an American family's dog. It was bound for Nashville. It ended up in Saudi Arabia. How does that happen? Yeah, it's uh, it's not like they were sending it to Nashville and it wound up in Houston. Yeah, you know, this this thing went all the way to Saudi Arabia. So uh, I'll tell you what happened. Um, the Miller family caught a, a flight from London to Nashville uh, after deciding to move to Tennessee. So obviously a, a English family. Um, the family's five-year-old bulldog Bluebell was uh, set to join them on their move. However, the animal didn't end up on their flight. So obviously this is just a classic mix-up of the baggages. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, they basically rang saying, hey, sorry, um, your dog is not coming to Nashville right now. He's he's uh, he's enjoying the... uh, the sandy hills of Saudi Arabia. Bulldogs <laughs> <laughs> don't enjoy heat or sand. Well, I don't know. Saudi Arabia, do they? Are they a dog nation? Like, do they? You know, some nations just don't have dogs as pets. Is Saudi Arabia I'm not like? Sure. Is it? Would they be like the first dog they've ever seen? <laughs> I don't Brian, think so. Brian's making a very bad gesture. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Saudi Arabia, not Korea, Brian. Yeah. Okay. Oh, actually, I've actually got a story about that. That okay. was my final story for the day. But yeah. I've got a story about that. I have a uh, mate who um, lived in Korea. And um, went into a very famous like precinct or province up in the hills, sort of on a self-discovery journey, mm. and sat down with a bunch of these like not monks. Well, they might have been monks or something. And they're sitting down there um, having some food. And then one of them says, "Oh, like you do you want to try the soup or whatever, whatever it was called?" And um, all the other guys, "Oh, yeah, the soup. Yeah, it's amazing. Got to have it. Got to have it." And he was like, "Yeah, you know, win in Korea." Yeah. Um, so he had the soup. And um, he's eating it, going, oh, this is, like, really, really nice and tasty. And then he says to, you know, the other guy, like, what's what's dongi or whatever the soup yeah. is called, and what's dongi? And uh, the, the person who didn't know English very well sort of, sort of went, oof, 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 oof. <laughs> and he just, like, nearly threw it up out of his mouth, eh? Just the idea of that's what you're eating is... Uh, it's so weird that 
isn't it, when you think about animals like objectively, we're happy to eat, you know, well, if, if you are a meat eater, you're happy to eat cows and chickens and all this sort of stuff. As mm. soon as it's like a household pet, suddenly it's like the biggest crime against humanity. Mm. Um, I guess that's the argument that a lot of people who aren't meat eaters use that, you know, all the animals are the same. But it's funny how mentally I'm okay with eating, you know, meat, yeah. chicken, you know, beef, etc. But you would need a cat or a dog. Oh, heck no. no. Hell no. I just couldn't even. I even said to Brian earlier today, I actually struggle to eat turkey. Oh, really? Because when I eat chicken, I, I don't associate it with chicken at all. I just eat the chicken. But when it's turkey, for some random reason, I I feel like I'm eat. I imagine the bird, and I'm eating the bird, right. and so it sort of gets to me a little bit. Oh, okay, that's yeah. a very weird mental You're, thing in my yeah. Yeah, that is that is unusual. Yeah. That is unusual. No, it's a, it's what. What is the weirdest thing you've eaten then? Oh, nah, I'm so basic. It's not funny. Oh, okay. I, I'm a mild butter chicken and a naan. When I get right. like, that's as adventurous as I get when it comes to foreign food. Yeah. Um, I've eaten snails, um, yeah. escargot, yeah, from, at the French cafe up on Queen Street, so not quite as authentic as going to Paris, um, but I've done escargot. That's, oh, actually, to be fair, at my um, at one of the mates' um, stag do's, yeah. they wheeled out some, you know, dried, um, like, bugs and tarantulas and oh, stuff, yeah, yeah. and uh, I had a couple of the dried um, locusts, and, yeah, locusts yeah. and crickets. Yeah. That's probably as... Yeah, how'd that go? Yeah. It's it's actually okay. They they it's all covered in salt and everything, mm. so they actually just taste like chips, really. Right, okay. Yeah, just yeah, crunchy yeah. chips. Yeah, crunchy chips. Nice, mm. yeah. as opposed to the soggy chips. Yeah. yeah well, a, what about yeah, you? Surely you've eaten something exotic. Uh, well, you strike me as someone who's eaten a scorpion. <laughs> I wish I'd eaten a scorpion, but no, I can't say that I have. I've eaten uh, I've eaten snake. I've eaten wow. water buffalo. I've eaten ostrich. I've eaten kangaroo. Oh, what was snake like? Uh, it's kind of quite chickeny. Okay, everything tastes like chicken, doesn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like once you like people, are oh, you gonna try that? And you're like, oh yeah, sweet, give that a go. But, yeah, yeah. It's actually oh, so you are quite adventurous. You'll say yes to pretty much anything. Yeah, I mean, I've had snails yeah. as well and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. yeah so. I'm, I'm just not adventurous at all, man. And, and I think you know, I don't eat spicy food, so you yeah. know, I'm, I'm, and you know, I drink mochaccino, so it yeah. probably says a lot about me. Yeah, yeah. And look, got, I'll take that. Mental. You've got the you've got the palate of a twelve year old. I really do, and I will take that on the chin. Yeah. Um, and I recognise that you know it's um, it is childish, but well, it wasn't, I can't a, it help wasn't a like. criticism. It's just a, a way. Hey, criticise away, Pre- please right. criticise I mean, away. Each to their own, mate. Each my my own. attitude with mockers, just quickly, is that because yeah. um, it gets a lot of flack. You know, people say, you know, it, it does get a lot of flack. My thing is like, if you love coffee so much. And everyone loves chocolate. Yeah. Why wouldn't you combine the two? Like, why wouldn't you mix them together? Yeah. What's the What's the Where's the shame in that? You're mixing two supposedly great tastes. Why I, would anyone be against it? Yeah. Like, because you have, do give me a bit of a look when I order uh, it, don't you? Yeah, so well, you tell me. You tell me why that's why why that is. Taboo. I would to me like if I want chocolate, I'll have a hot chocolate. Okay. Right. Yeah. But I'm gonna, I'm having coffee, so I'm having a coffee. I, yep. I I don't see. To me, it's a bit like ordering a shandy. <laughs> Ordering okay. a mocha because it's like if you're going to have a beer, have a beer. If you're going to have a lemonade, have a lemonade. But you don't put the two together. What if you want both? I'm thinking of that girl from the El Paso ad or whatever. Why not both? You know, right. why not? Why not both? A yeah. little chocolate, little mocha. They go I, together. I'm not saying I'm right, but that's just my take on Look, it. I'm, I'm just defending myself because I get a lot of dirty looks. Yeah. I mean, is there anything more emasculating than being a builder and getting a mocha? Like I've seen that done before. Well, and that's, probably getting a getting a um, uh, what did I just call it? Uh, Hot chocolate. Uh, no, oh, a shandy. A shandy. Yeah. That's probably the As a bill, yeah. Post, post-work shandy for the boys. Yeah, yeah. I think that would probably be up there. Yeah. Hey, so double eight, double three, what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, exactly, exactly right. Uh, it is quarter to two here on SENZ. We're going to have a Christmas tune for you before we finish. Uh, it won't be a traditional one. I hope you enjoy it, though.